Welcome to the Good News Mama podcast, a place to get in touch with other mamas, share the load, and know the Lord. Here we aim to lift each other up in the good news of Jesus and the laughter that comes with motherhood. We are a community of mamas just trying to keep the main thing the main thing. I'm your host, Lynn Carter, and each time you tune in, I pray you're encouraged and that you leave challenged and breathe a sigh of relief that you are understood. We were not meant to do life alone, Mama. Thanks for joining in. Let's do this and let's share the good news. Hey, Mamas. I'm so glad you're here. I've got an Easter message for you that I can't wait to share. Um, I really was so excited to find this resource for my kids, and I want to share that too. And then I want to give you the best piece of imagery that I have that I consider in the Bible about Easter. And it has to do with Christ defeating death, of course, because what would Christianity be without the resurrection of Christ? Um, Not just the perfect life, the death and the burial of Jesus, but the resurrection, which is what everything hangs its hat on. If he never raised from the dead, what was the point of it anyway? Who he said, who he said, he is who he said he was. But if he didn't raise from the dead, then he's no different than Buddha, all the other um, greats or of uh, different faiths. I mean, he's he's the same as everybody else, but he's not. And so that's why I wanted to share this Easter message with you and share just a little piece of the scripture that always lights me on fire. Like, you know, you have those go-to verses that really pump you up and get you inspired. And you're like, yes, gosh, that's so awesome. I'm going to remember that and put it on my wall and write it down and, you know, all those things. Um, But this is what that verse is like for me with Easter. And so I wanted to share it with you. It comes from Matthew 27. And this is when Jesus is hanging on the cross. And it's verse 51. um, Right before Jesus died, we'll start in verse 50. And And when Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook and the rocks split. The tombs broke open and the bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs and after Jesus' resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many people. What? Okay, I'm going to read that again. That's insane. I honestly remember hearing about Jesus dying on the cross and being raised from the dead, but I oftentimes like growing up that was not in my mind the fact that tombs opened up and dead people came back to life when Jesus died and so I'm going to read that again just in case I read too quickly which I tend to do so Matthew 27 starting in verse 50 and going through verse 53 it says and when Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice he gave up his spirit at that moment the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook and the rocks split. The tombs broke open and the bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs and after Jesus's resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many people. Come again? Like, (laughs) that is insane. That is amazing. That is the power of God right there. Thank you, God, for that. But of all those different things I mentioned, can you guess which part is like my absolute favorite of that? Like there's a pretty, like several things to choose from, right? You've got um, people coming back to life. You've got them coming, appearing before people. But my actual favorite part is verse 51 
that when Jesus gave up his spirit at that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. Lynn, what does that mean? What does a curtain have to do with anything, right? Oh my gosh, (laughs) y'all. It has to do with everything, okay? And I remember learning this, and I remember being absolutely amazed. You know, we hear a lot of good messages, and we learn a lot of great, great truths, and sometimes we have preachers that'll preach the word directly from Scripture, and kind of tie in a life lesson. And sometimes you'll have pastors try to teach a lesson and then have a few scripture that tie into that lesson. And I'm not saying one is right or wrong or anything like that, but I'm saying that when you study the word and when you actually learn what the Bible says and what was going on in that time and how it applies to us today, your your mind will be blown, okay? Just like my mind was blown in high school when I found out that all the fighting going on in Israel and Palestine between Jews and Isla- between Jews and Islam's were Muslims were um, all that turmoil that Abraham was the father of both of those religions that he was the father of the chosen lineage with Isaac and Judaism and he was the father of Islam from when Sarah his wife gave him Hagar the maidservant and he had a child with her and had Ishmael. And so, y'all, <laughs> when, when I found out that and just the history aspect behind it and how things, how God ordains things and aligns things and thinking of all the different um, things that were fulfilled up until Jesus was crucified and how all those things came to pass just as they were prophesied before, hundreds of years ago before. And this, this one verse, this moment, holds so much meaning. So I'm going to try to unpack it briefly for you. But it says, At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. It also says the earth shook and the rocks split when Jesus died. But the curtain is what I want to talk about. And that leads me into this children's resource, which I found through um, Instagram. I follow a girl named Amber Cullum. She's a fellow PT. Shout out to Amber. She has a podcast called Grace Enough Podcast. And she was sharing some resources that she enjoyed using around the time of Easter. And one of them was a kid's resource. And so I got it. And I love it. And I'm so glad I did. So thank you, Amber, if you're listening to this or if you ever hear this podcast. But it's called The Garden, The Curtain, and The Cross. It's written by Carl Laferton and illustrated by Catalina Echeverry. And it's the true story of why Jesus died and rose again. So this book, in a very simple way that children could understand, breaks it down to the garden in the beginning, to the curtain that tore when Jesus died, and the cross, and what all that means and ties together. So I know we've heard about how the Bible is a love story the greatest love story ever written, and how Jesus came to redeem us, how God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit love us so much and worked out our redemption. Even when we messed up, He still made us a way back to Him. That's essentially what the gospel is about. And this curtain is a big deal, y'all. Y'all don't understand this yet, but I'm about to tell you. So this curtain, well, in the history the way that God made his presence among the people was they basically had the tabernacle and they built 
what he told them to build for his presence to be with them. Okay, but it was really important. A lot of things happened. You weren't supposed to touch certain things. People could die. I mean, it was very um, amazing the way that God chose to dwell among his people back then. And it was because, and this book explains it perfectly, but it was because we sinned. The sin in the garden is what separated us from God. And where there is sin, God cannot be. So there was this separation there. And with the tabernacle, what they did is inside of it, there's the Holy of Holies, which is where God made his presence among the people. And it was surrounded by this large and heavy curtain that was about three to four inches thick, I think. And it's basically not like a sheet that you're going to rip into, like a curtain on your window, but it's a thick tapestry, blanket, shield, whatever you want to call it. It's no joke, okay? And it's surrounding this Holy of Holies, which is the presence of God. And once a year, one man from the priesthood of Aaron could go in and offer a sacrifice. The high priest could offer a sacrifice. That's why Jesus is called our high priest, by the way, because he offered the ultimate sacrifice. But one man would go in and offer a sacrifice in the Holy of Holies and go beyond this veil, this curtain. And that's what that's referring to in the verse. He tore the veil. Whenever a Christian song has those lyrics in it, y'all, it gets me every time. Just to think that when Jesus died, what happened is there wasn't a slight little rip in this thing. It was literally, it tore in two. God tore that curtain in two, not from the bottom to the top where the people could reach it and do something to it, but from the top to the bottom. God coming down to us. God tore that curtain in two and basically symbolizing the separation, that there is no more separation from him and us, that there is no more animals that needed to be sacrificed. Um, there is no more um, distance between us, that we have full and complete access to him because of what Jesus did, because Jesus paid the ultimate sacrifice. And so because of that, we have the ability to talk to God, to pray. We have the ability to worship, to feel the Holy Spirit inside of us, and to know that the Holy Spirit dwells inside of us because of God's word and because of what Jesus did by making us accessible to God again. And so that just blows my mind. I had to share that with you all. It's such a small small part that is in the story and writing, but it, it holds such huge meaning and I couldn't let it pass you by. I mean, I just could not just have it to myself and sit here and think, oh man, that is so cool. Thank you, God. But really, I wanted to share it with you because when you realize that you have that power inside of you and you have the ability to talk straight to God, like in the, I think I've mentioned it before how in Psalms, you know, the psalmist was like, when can I go and meet with God? When can I go into God's presence? Because he literally had to go to the temple, to a place to meet with God, to pray there. And not anymore, y'all. We have access to God, the Father, through Jesus. And I just think that's amazing. I think it's beautiful. I love it when God shows me these little aha moments in scripture, when he brings a message into my heart that I needed at just the right time through different people that are obedient to him. And because of their obedience, I am blessed. And so I'm just trying to do that right now, praying that my obedience and sharing this with you will bless you, give you new eyes of wisdom, um, give you an an openness to the spirit that you don't take for granted anymore because you know you have complete and full access to Jesus, um, to God the Father through what Jesus did. And so I just encourage you in that. I love you guys. And I hope that this encouraged you in a way that makes you want to do something about it. makes you want to shout it from the rooftops because especially this Easter season, thinking on what Jesus did for us, it, it, 
hopefully will help us look at what he did in a whole new way. That there's so much meaning and truth that that we just tend to, you know, once a year come around and celebrate a holiday and not really sit and think about what he did and what it means. And I was fortunate to be able to go through 21 days of prayer with um, Pastor Dean Herman at Five Point Church. He did a Facebook Live every single day for 21 days. They had this three weeks of prayer, and he taught a little bit. They had a prayer time at the end where they were praying for their community and their church, and we were pray- Ben and I praying for ours. And um, it was just a time of growth and learning. He's such a good teacher, so I encourage you to check out Five Point Church online if you have not. And um, he's actually going through the Bible right now through a Dust to Glory series, and it's amazing. It's amazing how God is just interweaving so much truth and and meaning throughout the story that that nothing is by coincidence, nothing is on accident, and, and um, it just reminds us that we have a purpose, that we're here for a reason, and that we're here to glorify God and shout His name to the rooftops and pray that every lost person will get saved and everybody will come to know Jesus because the Bible tells us that one day every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. And so I just encourage you, keep shining bright for your family, for your friends, for strangers that have never even met you. But when you walk into their home or when you walk into their presence or come across them in a store or in a sporting event or something, they look at you and they're like, man, something is going on with this person and I don't know what it is, but I've got to find out because I want that. I want what they've got. So let me pray for you and let me thank God for his word and what he's shown us. God, I thank you for your truth. I thank you that you are truth and that you freely give of yourself through your word, through your spirit, that we have full and complete access to you because of what you have done on the cross. Thank you, Jesus, for that. God, I just pray for the mama hearing this. I pray her heart is full. I pray it is overflowing with joy and awesomeness because she realizes how much you love her, that you literally ripped away every single barrier that was separating us from you, that sin no longer had a grip on us and death no longer has a sting, that Jesus conquered it all. And so I give this time to you. I give this uh, praise to you and this thankfulness because you're the only the only way that any of this is possible, that we even have the ability to be meeting here together, believing in prayer together. Um, I thank you that even one mama listening to this in agreement with me is the same as where two or more are gathered, you're there in, the, in our presence. And and I just think that is just such an amazing promise to us. And I never want to take that for granted. Just help us to be for you. Help us to be living in you and shining for you in everything that we do. We love you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks, Mama. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Good News Mama. If you did, please leave me a review on iTunes. A five-star review is best. And hit subscribe. Share with your friends on Instagram and Facebook. Please email me at lynn at goodnewsmama.com. You know I love questions. I love feedback. I want to know what you want to know. We're going to talk about what means something to you. So let's hear it. Follow me on Instagram at goodnewsmamas. That's mamas with an S. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Keep your head up. Keep your heart humble. And share that good news.